selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real life store stage, all the way to do we just hit a million orders stage? Shopify's there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell everywhere. From their all-in-one e-commerce platform to their in-person POS system, wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. And sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S. And Shopify's the global force behind Allbirds, Rothy's, and Brooklinen, and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. Plus, Shopify's award-winning help is there to support your success every step of the way. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash audioboom, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash audioboom now to grow your business no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash audioboom. With HelloFresh, you get farm-fresh pre-portioned ingredients with seasonal recipes delivered right to your doorstep. Skip trips to the grocery store and count on HelloFresh to make home cooking easy, fun, and affordable. That's why it's America's number one meal kit. Make mealtime easy with delicious recipes made with fresh, wholesome ingredients delivered to your door. No lines, no hassle, just great-tasting meals you can whip up and enjoy in the comfort of your home. The cost of groceries are going up and up. Now is the perfect time to get started with HelloFresh. HelloFresh is cheaper than grocery shopping, 25% less than takeout. The Tanksleys have a HelloFresh box that we are into this week. Mm. It's because we don't want to go to the grocery store. We don't want to think about what we're cooking for meals. We said, hello, fresh, do it, and they do it well, and they do it at an affordable price. We got a family of six, so that's like a million dollars going to t- have takeout. Every week. We ain't got the a million. Every week. But hello, fresh <laughs> said, don't worry, boo, we got you. So go to HelloFresh.com slash TBTB60. TBTB60. And use code TBTB60. TBTB60. For 60% off plus free shipping. Again, go to HelloFresh.com slash TBTB60. TBTB60. Use code TBTB60 for 60% off plus free shipping. That's HelloFresh, America's number one meal kit. He's not not bald. I'm not saying no. You're not bald. That's the problem. No, I know. That's why I don't belong here. I don't belong here. You belong here. I won't say no more coupon You do it all up. What's up, everybody? And welcome back to That Chick Angel TV. It's me, That Chick Mm-hmm. And welcome back to another installment of The Bald and the Beautiful. I am joined today by the gorgeous, the lovely Melissa Fredericks, a.k.a. Mrs. Kev on stage. Hello. I wasn't Turn used to going first. I know. I know you're not. I know. I know. You're also uh, seeing on the camera my pretty, pretty, handsome, handsome, sexy, sexy, tall, tall husband, Marcus Sanksley, a.k.a. Tank. And then we have the special guest. Much to all of our surprise. Yes, right. (laughs) The adorable, the talented Joshua Gonzalez, a.k.a. Joshy Gons. 
Um, Kevin is uh, working on another project right now, so he is not with us. However, we still going to give you this good old content. Uh, as a reminder, we'll be starting uh, Grown and Gospel next week. It's already actually airing now, so go ahead and jump on into it. And you know we're going to give you the tea and our opinions next week on Mrs. Kev on Stage um, YouTube channel next week. We also want to give a shout out to our other sponsors that we'll be uh, telling you more about later on this episode. And they are Black Tux, Masterclass, Trail Mix Games, and Rock and Mona. So, if you didn't already know, I don't have no voice because I've <laughs> been a sick girl with a sinus infection. But we still going to do this. So, Josh, mm -hmm. Josh was saying before we started, and this will be before we jump into these fun questions. You, uh, this is his year of 30. This is the year of 30. And you're learning some things. What have you learned that I've 30 learned, is looking different like? Um, my mind is young, but my body is not. Come on, somebody. Uh-huh. Mm -hmm. Tell the truth. Uh, see, when I was in my early 20s, mm -hmm. I used to be like, oh, let me take a little 24-hour day trip. Uh, go visit somebody. Now, golf's got me in a chokehold, so if there's golf attached, I got to play in, uh, the meta... Oh, Facebook. Golf club tournament. Cool. Okay. That was at like a professional golf course nice. yesterday. That's so rich and I was of like, you. I'm all in. That's very rich. Um, That's really cool. Wasn't you sound cheap. so wealthy. Yeah, I know. It wasn't cheap. The but smaller the ball, the more expensive the sport. Mm. I learned this in yeah, the my sports the ball, class. Really? The more expensive the sport. Yeah. I took a sports class in college. That's what I was doing with my degree at the University of Washington. <laughs> Oh, that's wow! Mm -hmm. Smaller ball, more expensive, more expensive the sport. And you said, "Let me go with the." I smallest. was like, you know what? Yeah, that. Let me find the smallest white ball possible. Absolutely. And, uh, it's it's been it's been fun. I talk about that on uh, Taste, Tasting with Hank actually. Mm-hmm. It does coming he out does. whenever that comes out. However, uh, oh. well, let's start airing on Monday. But Not he don't episode. know where his is. That's what I said. I shared a post. That's all I know. I did. I, <laughs> yesterday was Monday. That was my travel day. So, um, yeah, go ahead. So we we just started touring, getting back on the road. Um, and I was like, cool, this little day trip lines up for me to come back, go back out, and then come back. But then I think about it, and I leave again tomorrow. And that's just, it's too much. Because the actual mind. day of the festivities, I was fine. Today, uh -huh. I feel like I had been drinking all day yesterday. Uh -huh. But I had, I had no like, alcohol. none of the drinks. Yeah. Um, yeah, my body's just tired. But uh, basically what happened Sunday, we landed Sunday morning. I went home, changed, quote-unquote, refreshed, and left again Sunday night. And that wasn't a smart plan. So what's the good part of turning 30? Actually, when you were at our house, we were kind of talking I'm excited. about. My, my body is not, though. And I think that's a, that's why I feel is the biggest disconnect is because I used, I'm, I'm used to not even living a certain way, but uh, Liz was act, asking if I had – been drunk in this recent year and the answer was yes in february when i went to uh arizona to this big golf tournament um i indulged in some spirits uh-huh and the next day i was uh, yes. okay i was tired but the following day it felt like a really hard workout where you get sore two days after oh yeah i feel like my hangover didn't hit until the second mm. day after. Well, i never so, had that what were you drinking that was like a 72 hour decision that i made right oh but, um i i mean just i never had that now as i've gotten older i've been hang hungover in the same day oh no where it's like oh i drank and then 
now I am. That happened on, to me on tour twice. I was like, why am oh, yeah. I here but now? We were, we were in crazy conditions, though. Oh, for, terrible. Uh, for that show. But um, So, women, what about 30 has you excited? I'm excited because I feel like I'm still mastering my craft, but I'm, like, way ahead of myself than I was when I was 22 trying to learn the craft that I do. Mm-hmm. Um, like, what I can do with the camera, what I'm able to put together um, production-wise. Like, if somebody asked me, like, I could genuinely be caught. Co- and I think that that's part of it, too, is confidence mm-hmm. in what I'm capable of doing. Mm-hmm. I'm trying to lean more into that. There's still a lot of uh, creative insecurities that I have. Uh-huh. But um, being able to kind of let stuff roll off or be more open to try stuff, I feel like I was doing that a lot the last three years. Mm-hmm. And I'm a lot more comfortable putting myself out there creatively than mm-hmm. I used to be. Nice. Melissa, how 30s were a great time. You're about to leave your 30s, even though you'd be acting like you left them already. Because Melissa oh, yeah. would be like, as a 40-year-old, as a yeah, and definitely I'm like, 40. when did that happen? It happens in June, it but it's, it's already happened now. <laughs> so how would you define, if somebody said, define what your 30s were like? Ooh. How would you define your 30s? Evolution. Mm. A lot of that. It was a lot of evolution uh-huh. for me. I enjoyed my 30s immensely. Uh, we moved here in March of... 10 years ago, uh, 2013, and I turned 30 in that July. Oh, so your 30s My entire were 30s were here. L.A., okay. Mm-hmm. So they started with um, new plays, new Coke. adventures. Oh. Not Coke yet. <laughs> oh, Coke. Not, mm-hmm. She said not Coke yet. Um, uh, the idea of Miss Kev on stage was literally, I mean, I already had the account, but like who that kind of entity is was born here uh evolution yeah everything everything that is happened in the last decade of my life how scary was having all that evolution happen in the last decade um i didn't i was just talking to my mom about this actually in the car i live my life in a way where i'm literally just living my life Mm mm-hmm um, I'm not always very good about being strategic and putting like business behind it. So for me, a lot of this, I, the forties are scarier. Mm. The forties are scarier because now I'm more aware that I need to be more aware. Oh. <laughs> and so the thirties were, there was a lot, there was less risk because I was Melissa Fredericks at the time trying to figure it out. And now it's Miss Kev on stage. There's kind of a different pressure mm. to figure it out. It's like a sophomore album. Exactly. Mm. It really is. I, and that's what I think my 40s are. They are they're literally the, a sophomore album. That's a really great way of putting it. Well, With the success it. of, like, Thriller. I was going to say. Right. Sure. Of, right. of I mean, my freshman album, the first yeah. album. There's some really good sophomore albums, though, that, like, for example, SZA's sophomore album. Phenomenal. <laughs> People fear the sophomore album sometimes because of mm-hmm. comparison. Right. Because of how other people's careers gone. Yeah. And I've actually never made this comparison to music and creativity, but I do feel like it is possible to still have a great sophomore album mentality, but it is equally terrifying because you still have to put said album together. Yeah. And out for the world to see and listen. I think I have to unpsych myself out uh, uh-huh. about my 40s. Um, and so I've been going through, like, literally, I was talking to my mom about that, like, on the way here. So, yeah. Happy birthday. Oh, oh yeah. Tell her, Miss Mary. Miss Mary. Mary Marshall. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, okay, slow down. 
because you're about to answer. Ask the question. How, define your 30s. Why are you trying to say it all fast, though? You, define your 30s. Because <laughs> I know you, you would have kept eating. You get on my nerves. Oh, uh, no. Joking. <laughs> so my 30s was, um, it was like leaving, because I moved out here like late 20s. So my 30s had two different seasons. It was one, still trying to figure things out in the early 30s to mid-30s. It was your, those were your uh, mid-20s that you moved out here. Mm. I'd say late, late 20s. 26. No, you weren't. I was married at 26. Yeah. 26 is mid, though. 25 is when he moved out here. That's how I'm like. 24 to 26 All right, is it's semantics, 20s. damn it. I was just saying, so, I was just giving you more years it, in your 20s. From my late 20s to my early 30s, I was kind of in that same realm of trying to still climb this uh, ladder that I didn't even realize was, was a ladder that deserved my attention. Mm. Um, and then, um, so once I hit mid-30s, so that was, yeah, early 30s. Mid-30s was um, me stepping into a confidence and finally being in a place where my experience mattered. Uh, mm. People were recognizing the, uh, that experience. And it was, um, so it was having confidence, but also stepping into uh, stepping into a lot of stuff that I haven't, um, where my experience was good. However, stepping into other things that have, that was evolved around that where I had absolutely no experience. So it was still like, I'm a fish out of water again. Like, this is weird. Like, I've known, I've been, quote, unquote, the man for like 20 years. Like, what is this that I'm stepping into? However, this, this little aspect of it, not a little aspect, this 50% of it is like, I got this down packed. This is me. This is what I do. The other half of it is just like, now what? Mm. What's going on? And, um... So, yeah, that's where I was. And then also, like, with family-wise, it's like, all right, we, uh, at the time, had three kids, you know, thinking about the – well, she was thinking about the fourth. I wasn't. Um, and, <laughs> like, we was, at that time, we was on our second house. So it was just like – it was like a, sort of a confidence building. Mm. And then now, at the age of 41, going into my 40s, it's like, so what you going to throw at me? I ain't been through it. Uh, what you going whatever you throwing at me i've been through it like i've i've been uh i've started over in careers multiple times like so i'm stepping into this with all the com- where i'm at now and all the confidence in the world like there's nothing that's going to intimidate me uh because it's like i started off intimidated i've been intimidated before and then what did that get me nowhere it's like once i learned it i look back at when i was intimidated it's like well that was pointless could have yeah. just figured it out um and now it's just like Intimidation, that word ain't even in the box anymore. Wow. Okay. Well, not to get all parental, but it's time we had the talk. You know, the one about the three-letter word that ends in X. You'll probably experience a few times in your life. Well, not that one. I was talking about tux. And when you need a tux, the best place to go to is the Black Tux. The Black Tux makes it super easy to get an on-trend, top-quality, guaranteed-to-fit tux without ever leaving your house. Here's how it works. Take the Black Tux Fit Quiz, pick the style you want to rock, and boom, your tux is delivered to your door 10 days before the day you need it. It's plenty of time to try it on and make sure it wears well. And hey, if the fit's not quite right, say hello to the Black Tux Fit Guarantee. Order a better size within a day or two, receiving the less than great fitting one, and they'll send another one right away with no extra cost. 
And if you'd prefer an in-store experience, the Black Tux has showrooms across the country. Their expert fit specialist will help you find the perfect style tux or suit and make it fit just right. You all just used it, right? We did. Kevin and I, uh, for the New uh, NAACP, uh, had the black text they delivered uh, a suit for us. It was actually, no lie, really, really easy. You go on there, you put in, like, your measurements, um, you pick your style, you do all of these things, and when I tell you before I could hit submit, it was at the door. Like, it was really, really quick uh, delivery. You put in the day of your event, and then I guess it is their intent to get it there beforehand, so we got it before the NAACP. Kev tried it on, all of these things. We obviously, you know, it was just really great. That's what I want to say. That's fantastic, actually. It's a really great option if you don't have, like, tuxes, suits, or whatever in your closet already. This is a really great way to basically get what you need, go to your little event, and you can send it on back. You don't have to go anywhere. You ain't got to no, go nowhere. Which, it's convenient. Which is good because a lot of those tux shops that you can rent from are kind of not as much anymore. Mm. But if you're a person that likes to go, I know they have a location here, I think, in Glendale. Well, rent or buy, the Black Tux is the best place to go when you need a tuxedo for a wedding or special night. Right now, when you go to theblacktux.com slash TBTB, use code TBTB, TBTB. you'll save $20 off your order. That's T-H-E-B-L-A-C-K-T-U-X dot com slash TBTB, TBTB. code TBTB, TBTB. to save $20. Theblacktux.com slash TBTB, TBTB. code TBTB. TBTB. Okay, so my 30s. Yeah, um, let us know. Yeah, Andrew. Mm-hmm. Where... In La Basura, oh. they were terrible. I hated my 30s. While, uh, like, while for you, Melissa, your 40s is your second album, my 30s were my second second album, my sophomore album. Mm. My 20s was the debut, chart-stopping. It had at least five, six, seven Billboard hits on it. <laughs> and I just knew. I was like, these 30s are about to suck, and they did. There were some blessings that came out of it. The twins in Amar showed up in my 30s, our second house. But so many things just were dookie. I was navigating, actually taking um, social media seriously. Because when I started, when I was 29, it wasn't a career thing. Mm -hmm. There were bloggers. I hate to write. Mm -hmm. Who wants to do that? Um, but... There weren't people making money on YouTube, so I was uploading videos just into an abyss just to express myself. Then um, once I realized, oh, people are making money off of this, I was pissed off because I was like, I've been here, and no one told me. Um, then, you know, there was death uh, that hit in some major ways with uh, Marcus's dad and our best friend. And that was something we had never, we had never experienced the death of a peer. Mm. That was really weird to experience. Yeah. It was just like, what is this? This is Fire. not actually, huh? Fire. Oh. Got my first trip ever in the Got in a car accident. I had never experienced the death of a peer. Then let me say it that way. Um, so 30s grew me up. More, I was already mature, but it was like, you about to be sycamore tree type of mature with the way 30s were. Um, and I don't know if my mindset if had anything to do with it. Like, had I been like, no, um, 30s will be great. 
maybe that would have been a thing. That's why I'm shocked. That's how I felt about 40s. So to hear that you feel the like mm, opposite, opposite about 40s, 40s. I was like, we were in the middle of the pandemic, and I was like, my 40s is about to be fire. <laughs> it did not matter that the world was coming to an I end. I remember you being 28 and 29 saying, I'm about to dread my 30s. Yeah. Like you spoke that into existence. I just said, I don't know if it was my mindset. You definitely did. Shut up. <laughs> well, that's why my 40s is lit already, and I'm only 42 up in this bitch. Um, but some of the stuff that you're oh, talking about, Josh, as far as in physical, I didn't experience all of that, The like, I didn't experience how physically um, things were different other than, like, weight until my 40s. That's the reason why I'm like, oh, well, no. Oh, I'm Let me talk to you real quick. Oh, yeah, he did. 36, I think. My body said, man, sit down somewhere. My <laughs> mind was still like, you can do it. <laughs> they were in two different boardrooms. <laughs> mm-hmm. It was like, yeah, your mind stays younger a lot longer than your, man. Than your actual body. Now I think my mind, like, is older than my body now because I'm just like, I ain't about to try that. I think your <laughs> mind like, knows to preserve its body. <laughs> it's like, but you still stay young. We were at a track and field meet yesterday. All day? For three hours. Track meets be long. For three hours. I mean, three hours is a short meet. Yeah, they are long. That was a real short meet. Usually it's from sun up till after sundown. Lights is on. Oh. I was watching them girls run and I was like, man. <laughs> I wonder what it would be like to just go out there and try pat pat pat. Uh, pat, pat. Is what it would be like. <laughs> nah, no, I wouldn't. Mm-hmm. I'm watching. There was this one kid who was so slow. He got lapped in that 1600. He got lapped in every race he did. He, he did. Lapped. But he had the 1600. Best. You could get lapped in the 1600 a couple oh. times. No, he oh, got yeah. lapped in the 800. That's, that's four. He right? also got lapped in the 800. Yeah. But um, um, he had the best spirit. On that last straightaway, people were clapping, and he's he picked smiling. up speed on that last straightaway. That's what, what you got to do. The first three of them. Listen, if you don't do nothing else, you gonna get some energy on that last hundred. Oh. Finish was, strong. And his parents finish strong. Oh, finish strong. I'll go ahead. No, I was about to say his parents were so delighted. Oh, they yeah. were like, "Yeah, <laughs> you didn't give up." Listen. And he wasn't oh. last in the sixteen hundred. We thought he, he was. Oh, he wasn't. No, yeah, he, it was a no. Dude it was who, another dude that is just. And his hair was flowing. He didn't break a sweat. I said, oh, if I was his coach, I would be pissed. You ain't broke no sweat. That reminds me. uh, On a 1600, he didn't break a sweat? No. No. He was gliding. That reminds me of this. It's it's. uh, There's a great photo of my dad and I in the newspaper, but it's forever tainted and jaded in my heart because it was for, like, a city race. And apparently I was just walking the whole time. Like I was I was not there was no competitive edge for me in understanding what that just day meant. To be here. Because the caption of the photo said like something really heartfelt between like a father and son. Hysterical. But like even though he finished last, he was still first in his father's eyes. So I was like, yo, this is like an awful time. This is an awful time for a memory with a great photo. I'm gonna pull it up. Even though he finished last, <laughs> even though he finished like, last, what? who wrote this? That's it? so great. They ran the the eight hundred. Yep, two laps. Two laps. This one boy came around on the last straightaway, and he broke out into a sprint like he was. That's what you gotta yards. do. No, he should have did that on the no. se- on the second lap. The person who is the last. No, they he wasn't break last. Up? No, now he's talking about number no, two. No, I'm talking about a different oh, kid. Oh, got it, got it, got it. Completely oh. He had a good running in the race. I said, if you used 75% of that, of that energy on that last lap, you could have possibly won. got, yeah, you definitely would have won. 
I mean, he took it. I said, why does he have Listen, so much left in the tank? You got to stand up and be like, yeah, go, go, go. No. Yes, oh, we were yes. clapping for them slow kids. Oh, yeah. We were like, all right now. Yeah, that's what you got to do. <laughs> that's the was, best part. Was one of them kids Come was on and kick. Look, I, look, Angel was asking me. I was like, yeah, that's because my coach put me in the 1600. Ooh, yikes. And I didn't even know it. And I still had long jump and triple jump to do. I, was, I cussed him out at the track meet after the race. Mm-hmm. I told Angel, I said, if that was me now, as soon as that first person crossed the line, I'm quitting. <laughs> like, you still got uh, two more laps. Nah, I don't. Nah, I don't. The race is over. Yeah, the race is over in my mind. I, already, I didn't even place. <laughs> I don't What's know the why point? that's I'm a race. I'm not even sixth. No. I said, I, I, I said I'd tell them whatever the time of the last person is, put me a minute after. <laughs> <you're good." laughs> not, a minute. not a minute after. <laughs> the last person. Yeah, Joshua. The first person? Yeah, I'm These done. chunky cheeks uh, on your face. At and even though he finished last, he was first in his father's. He was the winner in his father's. Oh, this is even. the most adorable yeah. picture I've ever seen in my it's entire life. It's a great photo. Oh. <laughs> Terrible caption. Look at this loser yeah. kid. He's great. <laughs> and even though he finished last, oh my they God. Left that he out. was the winner even in his father's the eyes. That they, that they were looking for that day. The race is not given to the swift Come nor on. to the strong. That was on our track shirt. I, I never. I want to just see one line down to see who wrote this, so I can look them up and either a see if they're they're on. You know, cuss <laughs> out Greg A. Cooper. He sent it to the who he sent it to the Mr. Caption Stat Man. Pull up to VC Star today. This is this is adorable though. This is a freaking great picture. It really is. I it's can't. Fantastic. That's why I said it's always, but it's jaded. Oh, I heard like, you it, can it's do a this. Jaded memory for me. Oh, they did you dirty. Yeah, um, they did. They definitely did. They were like, y'all saw that little baby that did finish last? Here he is. Because he was first in his father's eyes. Oh, my God. This oh, is the best. God, they made it seem like they were cleaning up the event by the time yeah, No, they were. They, they, it was actually, the lights were off outside. Pick up your game rails. <laughs> Clean these cones up. <laughs> little Marcus had to run. Little Marcus is the long-distance runner. They have only had one week of track practice. His, his coach does not train them for long distance. And his coach doesn't really know what everybody can run well. So they just threw him into the 400. And I was like, no, my baby is heavy. And like, 400 is considered a sprint. That's uh, what we, and I was like, well, you yeah. know, it's a sprint. Yeah, so no. best of luck to yeah, you, seriously. Son. I was like, <laughs> best of luck. I don't know what else to tell you. And he's dense like me. So that's like, he's dragging an anvil with him. Dude, he need to come up out of that long jump too. Because he going to fall Marcus quick. Marcus can't get off the ground like that. <laughs> yeah. He don't got anything. He doesn't have to work. He's dense. That boy is heavy. Building vents are no high, joke, though. J- oh, I was thinking high jump. Well, I guess either. Either. Right? That's, that's this. Yeah. No, that's wow. triple. That's triple jump. Yeah, no, I was like, this is <laughs> tri- That's triple. <laughs> no, that's scratch. That's yeah, scratch. yeah. <laughs> that baby, that 400. Oh, he came out of the. He came oh, out. He came out fast. hot. I'm talking about them legs had him gone. But that, by the 200 mark? <laughs> oh, yeah. You the, saw. The brakes. You saw oh, that's the, the draft. Oh, yeah. oh, yes. He was getting walked down left Yes. To right. <laughs> oh, you do that straight. Wait, the 400. Yeah, you do the straightaway, the curb. You come around doing that 300. You be like, eh, eh, yeah. this is over. I'm I done. Said, oh, baby. Oh. And then he had to do the four by four. And well, they had him doing the real stuff. What's the four by four? It's relay. Relay. Everyone four runs a lap. Do one it's a mile, time but it's a relay. Yeah. Exactly. What, what position was he in? Second leg. He should have been no leg. Third. But third, he should he, he should have been, been the no slowest leg. leg. Is that the third? 
Usually uh, it might be first, but maybe third. No, the f- depending so, on the strategy. Yeah, depending does, on the strategy. But, uh, commonly, the uh, slowest leg is usually the third. Because that's the leg I was. Oh, we always, always made it the like first. Always I was first always the leg. first on the 4x1 because I was le- I was slow. <laughs> <laughs> just, just let me go ahead. Just let me get it out the way. No, their first leg was pretty good. Had them in second place. Nice. He handed that baton off to little Marcus, and he was like, I'll put us in fourth. Don't worry, guys. <laughs> the kid that was doing all the pouting and whining, did you see yeah. him at the I, of course I saw his mom was okay. So this boy, and then we'll move on to the question. Sorry. There was a boy who was, a uh, who ran the, the 800. He's a junior Olympian. He's very fast on little Marcus's team. He was done. He had already ran two long races. He told his coach, I'm not doing the four by four. Well, he was coach, yelling at the coach. Like, he's like, I'm not doing it. And the coach was like, Yes, you are. He was like, have Dimitri do it. He was like, no. His mom was like, if you don't shut up and turn around with that attitude, he's like, I'm not doing it. He's he was like, hell no. Hell no, I'm not doing it. I was like. He said, watch me run a 110 then. So apparently that's slow for I him. was about to say, that's what I read. <laughs> <laughs> he's like, I'm going to do a 110 then. <laughs> and I was like, no, well, okay. So the first guy goes there in second. Little Marcus goes. They they go back to fourth. But Marcus keeps he's he's get he doesn't leave too much he of a gap a between pace, yeah. him in third place. Then the next dude goes and keeps them in third, but closes the gap more. Then this boy who was like, "I'm not doing it." He was like Sonic the Hedgehog oh, okay. after it touched. It didn't even one look real. Like when he took off. It was crazy. His mom was like, mm-hmm, I'm going to run a 110. I said he was not about to. He was to. never going to. Yeah, he was Hold like. Up. The part that I saw coming around that last turn, the kid in front of him sped up. Tried to. He went. He didn't even go to the lane beside him. He went another lane over and passed him on the turn, which is, that's something that's extremely difficult Hilarious. to do. I'm talking about like he wasn't moving. I was like, what? That little black boy gave up so quick. He was like, he tried to speed up, and then when the dude just kept walking by, he was just like, well, forget it. <laughs> just, there's no point to be putting it. I was like, but in my mind, I'd be like, put me out there. I was sucked when I was good. When I was uh, younger, <laughs> I don't know what, why my mind thinks something's going to happen today. <laughs> At 215 pounds. Little, little Jeff so out there. She's going to be a little Jeff out there. Oh, Jeffrey. Shut up, mom. I'm like, good job, man. Just shut up. <laughs> so let me tell you guys about, oh, yes, master class. Oh, I just love master class. It makes me feel so learned um, because you really are getting to speak to the master or learn from the masters of their craft. People who... It would probably cost you so much money to attend one of their conferences, mm-hmm. to be mentored by them, unless you somebody's granddaughter who, or, you know what I'm saying? Unless you got connections. Well, Masterclass removes all those barriers, and you will find that you are learning from some of the best um, people in their field. Um, some of the folks that they've had on Masterclass, I told you about Shonda Rhimes. She's just... She's the creme de la creme. When you think about all the things she's written, Grey's Anatomy, Bridgerton, and she's telling you about how to write. Um, As I've mentioned before, and I'm not ashamed of it, Kris Jenner, she has a master class. Whether you love her, like her, or don't, she has built an empire, and she's giving you the keys to what she used in her strategy. Um, So... With Masterclass, you can learn from the world's best minds anytime, anywhere, at your own pace. Um, with over 200, excuse me, with over 2,500 classes from a large 
range of world-class instructors. That thing you've always wanted to do is closer than you think. Um, there's a couple of classes that I have look, looked at on Masterclass because I am a forever student. Um, that's why I have so many degrees. Well, I don't want to go into any more debt getting degrees, so I will be over here on Masterclass looking at classes. But some of the things that are in art and entertainment, which are the ones that I um, am more drawn to, um, there's screenwriting by Aaron Sorkin. There is uh, filmmaking by Martin Scorsese. I don't even know why I need to name anybody else after that because, yeah. like, he's it's, good at, at, yeah. at directing. Uh, okay, and then Helen oh, Marin, Ron Howard on there. We yeah. watch Ron's and Sam's. Yeah, yeah. Sam teaches acting. Helen Marin teaches acting, and Ron Howard teaches. Sam the, Jackson. Sam Jackson. Did, what did I say? No, y'all said Sam. Oh, okay, mm -hmm. yeah, Sam Yale Jackson. Uh huh. And Ron Howard teaches directing. These are again people that you wouldn't. It would be darn near impossible to have access to these people, much less their knowledge. And masterclass brings you, brings them right in front of you, um, and you'll be blown away by the things they share. Because it's uh, not necessary to sit down and consume a full class start to finish. Sharing insights from individual lessons, um, or sorry, you are able to learn in ten minutes. It's so it's so great. The fact that you're able to learn in bite size and you get so much. So I highly recommend you check it out. Get unlimited access to every class. And as a member of the Bald and the Beautiful listener, you get 15% off an annual membership. I'm going to start that again, Aubrey, because I realize I'm adding words where they don't belong. I highly recommend you check it out. Get unlimited access to every class. And as a Bald and the Beautiful listener, you get 15% off an annual membership. Go to masterclass.com slash TBTB. TBTB. Now, that's masterclass.com slash TBTB. TBTB. For 15% off Masterclass. Okay, but we ain't done. We're going to tell you also. Oh, now see, I don't even need to look at the copy for this because I play this game every single day. <laughs> Trail it's mix. by Trail Mix Games, and let me tell you, Love and Pies has a chokehold on me. <laughs> Marcus will be like, what are you over there doing? It's literally like it's. I know the noises now. I'm just like, she's at it again. <laughs> Listen, because my girl Amelia, okay, that's the character in there. Her mama's bakery got burnt down. She don't know if her mama did it, if oh, some man. other suspects did it, okay? Ooh, it's a mystery. Yes. I'm in. And so um, she's up against this big uh, tycoon company, right? And then her ex-boyfriend is mm. now working for her. They have, like, this romance that they're not sure what's, like, huh? what's really real. Her daughter, Kate, and her dog, we named the dog. You get a dog and you get to name it. What did we name oh. the dog, Marcus? You suggested it. Yeah, Marcus, what's your name? Felony. Felony. <laughs> Her dog, Felony, is always. <laughs> I was like, it's always one of those two. <laughs> the storyline is so good, okay? Uh, but anyways, it's free to download. Um, you know, mobile games are a fun way to pass time, especially when there's charming graphics and laid-back gameplay and a full story of uh, scandalous secrets. Because I also think Uncle Sven, her uncle, got something to do with all this. And then the Purple Foxes, y'all y'all just got to watch. Y'all got to play. For the perfectly cozy game, download Love and Pies by Trail Mix for free. It's a casual merge two game where you build your own cafe, combine ingredients, and uncover a story of drama and romance. Play as Amelia as you take over the old family cafe and restore it to its former glory. Mine is really cute, but I'm going to go back and do some renovation. 
I realized that I could change some of my decor choices, and I'm going to go back and do that. Meet a diverse cast of characters as you uncover a full a family story full of secrets and laughs. And it is diverse. They got people of color. They've got LGBTQ up in there. They got dogs. Amelia's daughter don't ever come out of her costume. That's got to be something. Um, <laughs> decorate your cafe in the surrounding areas with beautifully designed items. They create a uh, safe, empowering space for players of all ages. And with each beautiful game that um, Trail Mix has created, they foster a culture of trust, respect, and creativity. For a, taste, a tasty mix of love and drama, download Love and Pies for free today. That's Love and Pies, free to download in the App Store or Google Play. And at Weena, she get on my nerves. And that's, that's it of that. Okay. All right. Joshua, we are now going to go into the question. All right. Yeah, Josh <laughs> found out that he was on the episode like last week, did. but he forgot because I told him in my mind. Not like <laughs> <that>. <laughs> Josh, pick a question. We'll all answer it, though, but Josh will answer it first. Do we all need to pick a question? Mm -hmm. There's four. This one's kind of tough. Can you describe your life in a one-word, six-word sentence? I can't oh, six-word sentence. Oh, it was like one word. Wow. Oh, yeah, Josh, your life is interesting, so I can't wait to hear the six Ooh, words you put in this words. sentence. Mm. Angela, what? Are they all adjectives <laughs> or it's a whole sentence? A sentence. I just want to give you six adjectives. Okay, that's fine. Give me six adjectives. Because that might How be easier. Get to change the question? Listen, because I started doing it, and I was like, that's not a sentence, I though. I think I like that idea of adjectives better, though. What's your adjectives? Well, I, I just thought about the pivot, so I just oh, I you don't let them brew completely. But hold um, on. Let me do some. You, you got your sentence? Let me see. See, you answer these difficult ass questions. Now people just sitting here watching us. Unorganized. Thing. Okay. okay. Oh, we're doing adjectives. Okay. Uh, I'm going to do adjective. Unorganized. Love field. Um, simple. Creative. Blessed. And, um, oh, there's one more I need. And black. Black. <laughs> black. Life is hella black. Okay. Okay. Who got who got their okay. six sentence their word or their sentence? Okay. Um, I divided my life into sixes. Okay. <laughs> love it. Love it. So we're gonna go with um one through six. We're gonna go with um uh figuring it out. Oh uh, yeah. <laughs> then we're gonna go Hawaii was a great time. I'm gonna go with oh man, great memories. Um, blessed. Mm -hmm. I like this word for, for those years of my life. Um, I moved to Washington. We're going to go with, um, turmoil, confusion. Mm -hmm. Actually, no, I need a word that's more like, uh, like, like a sliding of the hand, cloak and dagger, smoke and mirrors. Illusion. Very much so. Conspicuous. A illusion is the word. Okay. Uh, no worries, no worries, sorry. And then I'm going to go with um, exciting, new, fresh. And then I'm going to go with um, the unknown child. <laughs> <laughs> you gentlemen, 
living every moment to be amazing. Oh, come on, sentence. Yeah. Is that how is that what your life is right now? It's good. Yeah. Okay. I'm glad I get to be a part of that. Mm-hmm. You should Ooh. be. Well, I am. <laughs> Ooh. Blessed for the direction it's going. Oh, okay. hey, love it. Don't try to one up me. He did. He about two That's up why you. we don't have you out here, Josh. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> All right, baby. What gets you excited about life? Success. That's it? What success? Define so, that. Uh, it's, it's a lot more behind that. Success is like just the... It's like the, the front door. That's what's spray painted on the dam. It's like a whole <laughs> trillion gallons of water back there. Um, so success meaning um, with uh, like family, like the happiness of, of my, me and my family together uh, spiritually. Mm-hmm. With, uh, you know, just make sure you're spiritually uh, sound and solid. That's like a success, like being in the word, being in the mind, being in the world. Um, and literally succeeding in, uh, like things that we set out to do happiness is success to me. Mm-hmm. So when I say success, like all things good, that's a success okay. overcoming adversities and <coughs> obstacles and all of the trials right. and tribulations that come along with come just trying on, to live life. Come on church words. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? It's James one, isn't it? Something like that. Three. <laughs> <It's really? laughs> no, nah, I don't know, boy. Oh, I, I really think it is. <laughs> He's like, Josh was like, no, I, I, I think I actually I really think it is. I think it is. Read, read, oh. it to him, read it so we can answer it. Yeah, I um, like uh, what gets you excited about life? Oh, what gets you excited about life? Possibilities get me excited. Mm-hmm. Uh, I was going to say potential. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I like, also, that's also what gets me down is when those don't co- fall through. I mean, Somebody because ice cream, <laughs> I get now. Come on, that too. Good pistachio. The possibilities be having me lit, and I will allow myself to fully, like, visualize the possibility. Fully allow all of the excitement. Like, I don't like be like, let me hold back just in case things don't work out. So when things don't work out, you talking about falling from a high height? Yeah, I'd be like, oh man. Mm-hmm. That's me. I don't get excited till the finish line is crossed and yeah, we're in the car. I feel like I, I used to more, but I don't want to say Hollywood. I just feel like career-wise in general will humble you and keep you, or if you let it, it'll keep it'll keep you from getting too excited for something that's not already done. Mm-hmm. We went, uh, Kevin and I celebrated, a, it was a pre-celebration, for this meeting, because we just knew it was going to be what we knew it was going to be. The problem was, it was not what we thought it was going to be. It was just straight up a miscommunication. Low-key, it wasn't a miscommunication. It was the people use a word that they shouldn't Uh have used. uh And so we ended up not being on the same page the way we had thought we was on the same yeah, page. Yeah, yeah, they were yeah. throwing around words. Yeah, correct, correct. Uh-huh. And so, uh, yeah, I was like, this is the first time in a very long time that I allowed some Hollywood-ish to let me get very excited. Mm-hmm. And then it didn't pan out. Never again. No. Yeah. It's tough. No, I, I let myself get excited like that one time and one time only. This was when I was still working nine to five. And I was, uh, I think I, I don't know if I went on an interview. I don't remember what it was, but I remember uh, talking to Angel. 
talked to Angel's mom. You know, we done prayed about it. I was all excited, like, oh, this is mine. I'm on the went to the roof of one of the buildings up there by myself, shouting, like clapping, just you know, just praising this new one, and it didn't happen. I said, Why did I let myself do this? Oh, I just why did I let my I said never because <laughs> that's not me any like just Man. naturally me anyway. Like you could tell me, Marcus, it it's a ninety nine percent chance you about to get three million dollars. I'd be like, we'll see. It ain't close enough. It ain't close. It ain't like I said. It ain't close enough till we don't cross the finish line, Melissa. And I'm and in the car the all the way home. <laughs> and I've deposited. And you know the yes. bank gonna put a nine day hold on it. I'm gonna celebrate I'm on day ten. ten. <laughs> and it's tough when you live by like what's for me won't pass me, and you think what's for you is what's for you, but mm-hmm. then it passes you, and it's just like, but I thought that's what. No, oh, that ain't no. what's for you. What's the next <laughs> no, thing coming? No, I still be like that was for me, and the devil got it. I'm like, no. Nah. I'd be like, no, nah, the devil be out here putting in time, and he stole that, and I'm just gonna have to wait and figure out how. I'm get it back <laughs> but i feel like that's why my 30s were trash because i had that mindset of not uh, being able to allow myself to mm. be happy about things mm. i had to go back to girl just you just listen you're resilient if it don't turn out you'll you'll uh be all right but yeah i yeah i know y'all two are similar the fact that we didn't get to celebrate your nomination took everything oh, in me. girl took everything in me not to be like Kevin, I'm on other if it was that's the other thing if it's kev there's, they're like literally, but I also feel like Kev deserves, like you, like I, there'd be real hard pressed to tell me that Kev don't deserve because he'd be putting in the time and the work. I, I'd be, you know, it'd be different for me sometimes. Put in the time and the work. I'd be different. We don't have to do that. Go uh, to the She said, she said, I went, she's yeah. like, we're not going to therapize. Yeah. Even though I'll be yeah. hearing her clickety clackety on mm. this uh, computer. <laughs> Melissa be typing Man. up something. <laughs> <laughs> Cussing people out in the nicest way possible. <laughs> Nicest um, way. Nicest way possible. Just cuss them. I really want, I got them, that's why I left out of here today. I said, ma'am, I've been extremely patient, but this is going to be the last time I, I call you. He said, that's it. No that's more. It. No it's, more. I've, no more. I need you to do what I need you. I need you to do it today. You just give me a list of names and numbers and be like, here, I'm done did, with these did people. They want to still <laughs> keep the name Fredericks. They'll be like, <laughs> we just no, gotta they go. Gotta by be connected to them. They can just know comfortably that those people got cussed out. I be, I be needing to cuss folks. <laughs> they out. ain't even gotta know why. They'll like, figure it out. They'll oh, I want to tell you this uh, too about when you just said um, getting excited. There's one other story we told this on um, Gin and Juice. I don't know if we've if Kev has ever shared this with you guys or on this platform. So this is when we months ago, still during the pandemic. Kev got this voice note from this random number, and it was. Oh, yes. Okay. You guys know this. Uh-huh, please okay. don't. Tell the story again. You know anyway. this. Okay. I believe so. Okay, so he gets this voice note from this random number, and it is uh, Medea. Mm. All this excitement. And so Kev is instantly like, um, why is Tyler Perry on my phone? How did he get my number? Like, what the heck is going on? And when I tell you. I was, you could not, Jesus himself would be the only person that could have told me it wasn't Tyler Perry. I was so thoroughly, that voice was so good that like this was Tyler Perry to the point where we were still kind of skeptical, but I was all in because he had just did this thing with David Mann. And I was like, David Mann knows Tyler. Mm -hmm. Of course, David told Tyler about you. Tyler looked up your work and was like, yo, I need to work with Kevin. Obviously, it only makes sense. Like, in what world does this not make sense? And what would give Tyler Perry greater joy than to call you randomly and send you a voice note on a random Thursday at 3 o'clock in the afternoon and be like, hey, Kevin, I want to work with you. Duh, of course it's Tyler. What do you mean? <laughs> the narrative's complete. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> like, I feel all the gaps, I filled in. Uh-huh. Okay? Right. This totally made 100% sense in my mind. 
To the point where Kevin's still like, no. So we call Mel. Mel and Greg, listen. No, that's Tyler. That's Tyler. Again, we go through the whole story. Yes, absolutely, 100%. I call my dad. My dad is like, I'm going to put a sign out that says my son-in-law works with Tyler Perry. I'm like, Daddy, you can't do that. No, I'm going to just let the people know. You can't do that. (laughs) I don't know. But everyone's going to know. So everyone, my mom's convinced. My sister, everyone's convinced. Kev calls the number. He's going back and forth, sending voice notes to the guy. Sorry. And he says, um, uh, if it's really Tyler, Tyler would talk to me eventually in Tyler's voice. He's only given the Medea voice. This isn't Tyler. I'm like, yes, it is. Ask him if you can call. <laughs> Kevin calls. It's a fan that he had given his number to long, 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 long time ago. It was a fan. That's the part I didn't want I don't think he didn't complete that part of the story. It was. It was. And what I mean by fan is when you do church events, what happens is you have like a driver and you have to give the driver your phone oh number. My God, today. And so he had just had Kevin's phone number. This makes the story a thousand times. <laughs> so better. he just thought, and so what he said was, I didn't think you still had the same number. It makes this, this was 2020. It was, I want to say it because it was still pandemic time. Yes. Oh my God. Oh, because I remember when he told the story, I was like, <laughs> oh, this happened. No, like in this, Washington. He no. was like, the other. No, 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 no. This happened at the house we just moved from. I like I'm visualizing everything right now, oh. like on the phone, calling everybody oh. like <laughs> you couldn't tell me that we were not finna be working with Tyler Perry. Oh. oh. Thoroughly convinced. Oh, no, that that person I deserved that person a flight to get this story told. <laughs> yeah, it was uh, the that best word. deserves to get punched in the face, yeah. not just cut oh, yeah. out. Oh, wait a minute. Melissa, did you answer the question? What gets you excited about life? Oh, what gets me excited about life are things that have already happened that I can confirm. <laughs> <laughs> she likes to look in the past. Oh, She's did like, you see every that? Every photo at the event that I've been to, I, I was excited then. <laughs> well, this is like a, a more uh, like very extreme version of me. Listen, <laughs> the things that get me excited about are the things that are confirmed. I can't even. Because like, I get excited about possibilities. Me too. But I don't. Uh, I don't celebrate a possibility. I can't I even must... allow myself to get excited. Oh, yeah. I'll celebrate. Oh, oh yeah. Angel will celebrate the smallest. Because just... the thing is, you can't take that away from me. Yes. You can't take that part away from yeah. me. You can take away the actual thing, yeah, but right. you can't take away that celebratory moment. All that joy I had, it already happened. It already went to my sales. Mm-hmm. Yes. But that fall. <laughs> oh, yeah. That she fall. done built up a whole body of callus. I do. She <laughs> falls hard. Ah, got And everybody else, you know, they be like, Marks, ain't you excited? Look, y'all ain't got to be around her <laughs> when she's dealing with the fall, okay? Mm-hmm. Y'all just there during the celebration. I Listen. got to be here, so I got to stay level. Because if mm-hmm. I fall, look, it's going to be like me just going to my knees. I ain't going to fall off no fall cliff. Fall with me. No. I'm not going up there with you. That's why I'd be like, I'm going to be looking up at you. You be careful. (laughs) All right, we ain't over there yet. You got to come with me one good time. I did come with you. I was by myself on the roof celebrating a goddamn job that I didn't get. No. It ain't happening. Not with your stuff, with Mm -mm. me. It'd be too dangerous up there, man. You get up there, you you, listen, you be up there dreaming. And that car hurts, man. You don't understand how many houses I've bought off of jobs that end up being given to someone else. Oh, my God. The house The house buying process alone. Ooh, look at this house. Oh, look at this. That's that's L.A., though. 
Or that's count. No. I don't know. That that's inventory. Like that. Yeah. That's not everywhere. But unfortunately, that is like here. Yeah. And I have to envision my family in the home if I'm gonna buy it. I can't mm. just be like, well. No, I will acknowledge that it's nice. But I'd be damned if I celebrate something I ain't got the keys to. I I be. <laughs> it, I listen. I cannot. But so yes, in terms of like, if something hinged upon it, I can't do it. I'd be no because once if I don't get it, now I'm pissed off. But if I go and look at um like model homes, oh. Listen to me. Why would they do that? See, if I lived here. Right, right. I wouldn't color painted that way. Yeah. And this would be bigger. That, no problem. <laughs> that, said, no problem. Oh, yeah. I love it. I love it. One day you're going to come up there with me. I'm Those right. falls are, especially if, if tears fall with the fall, if you have, like, that emotional attachment to whatever the opportunity was. Oh, yeah. Those tears are different. And you see mm-hmm. the energy the angel be at. Imagine the fall. It ain't. It's polar opposite. It's just. Man. Cause it sucks. But I get that's it. why when people, that's there. why when people were talking, which I didn't see this. Kev told me this that people were mad at um, Angela Bassett. Y'all gotta let that woman be human because no. the fact that she didn't that knock a whole table, she should have did what I said I was gonna do with NAACP. <laughs> that's how she should have acted. Mm-hmm. The fact that she kept her composure. Girl, you Man, can't tell me people. she didn't know that was hey, her moment. None of them ever had that kind of disappointment. I was about to say, most people don't have to lose in front of everyone. Exactly. Most people don't. Only act, only like uh, sports uh, yes. athletes and then people who have award shows. This industry will make any great person, good-hearted person cynical. Absolutely. It's very hard not it, to be jaded. I'm not losing gracefully. If I were Jada, I wouldn't have either. We would have had another Will Smith moment. I would have slapped somebody. Listen, I just lost on set here recently, last week. Uh, not not like to the extent of obviously a, um, a Angela, but it was still an L that I took. That wasn't my fault. It was That's how, uh, nine times I ten. It don't even be your fault. It the was thing, production last week. Mm-hmm. It was production, and I had to take that L to the face gracefully i was just like well i'm here oh. talking about ruining my reputation i mm. was like I'm Man, here. every single last one of y'all <laughs> and they were so Dang apologetic it. they were just like oh we're just and i was just like take an apology i was like you, know, you don't have to be here with the phone <laughs> right i was just like mm, mm-hmm. i was like whatever you need i'm right here and i was like venting to my agent i was like this Boom! But I was having to be like, I was like, most people don't have to, no. they don't have to find a way to quickly compartmentalize yes. so that yeah. they can handle yes. the moment that is continuing to happen. So it's a skill. And listen, I, I'm up. skilled. Me and Angel, the uh, first house we was in, no, the second house, we got on this uh, this show that never aired. Basically, it's, uh, they bring design, give you designers. <laughs> And you remodel your home. So they took us to the house of the, uh, you remember the first, was it the first or the second one? Um, Lethal Weapon, where he hooks up his truck to the house that's on stilts and yanks it off the hill. Might be a little too young. I didn't watch it, but I'm following. We went to this actual house with that that house that they simulated following. And it's decorated like the 70s. So we had to come up with it's themes. Uh, what is it called? Contemporary modern. Contemporary so modern. Look acrylic like, furniture, weird. Yeah, just weird looking stuff. Uh, mm. What you call it? A wallpaper. Yeah. Mm. Things Most that I don't of like. it was ugly, in our opinion. Exposed rock. It's built into the side of the mountain. So yeah. like a part mm. of the house is outside and Terrifying. you're dealing with the actual yeah. elements. elements. They got yeah. stuff that's illegal now. They had like 
lava rock that you can't even get now. For the fireplace. Mm. For the fireplace it's and, beautiful. and the outside of the house. So anyway, so we had to pick up, you know, uh, different things and then have our house decorated and redone to this way. The people that we're going against, they pick what's that green called? Like sea foam or teal yeah, green? Yeah, it was like a very no, not teal. It was like mint. Yeah, mm. mint green. They painted the walls and, and the, the ceiling. ceiling green. That mint green, mm-hmm. real I mean, real light. Mm-hmm. It was it like was a nursery hideous. color. Yeah, yeah. Mm. from the, was, like and the then, like and then they picked. Mm. Yes, mm. Yeah. yes. And then they I'm picked this mental. horrible little like uncomfortable couch and something else. Our house, we got furniture. They done took out beams and expanded the room. Marcus, you're like, here's the blueprint for the floor plan. Yeah, yeah, yeah but, to... I mean, it was like a world of difference. Even mm-hmm. the uh, people working on the show, like the directors, it was like. That's where this fireplace is. I mean, yeah, the fireplace, this, this, this wallpaper, wallpaper is from. Mm-hmm. It's from that they show. They were just like, there's no way you all didn't win. Like, it looks so much better. And this is before we saw there. So when they announced it, I was like, it was like, and the winner is, they said them. I said, what? They announced the other couple. I, I was, literally, mm-hmm. at, cameras is on me. I mocked up. I said, what? Yeah. <laughs> I never said they were like, well, they did more mid century modern. I said, mid century modern is uh, like 50s and 60s. That was not a good time for black people. Why mm. would I want that in my house? Mm-hmm. <laughs> they were like, <laughs> I was like, I, why would I want that in my house? <laughs> That's just stupid. And then I called out the lady, the judge, because the judges are not supposed to give advice to the designers, the interior designers. And I was like, uh, I said, you said you weren't allowed to give advice, but you just said on camera that you helped them. She said, I, she was like, no, I didn't. I said, you just said, didn't I tell you not to go with that wallpaper? Mm. We sat here and saw you. Mm. So wh- where's the disqualification there? Air. And they were just like, um, well, uh, no, I didn't. They no, surely I didn't. didn't I said, yes, episode. You did. They were like, we won't be airing <laughs> this episode. Because they messed up. Yeah, the show. They uh, The show is out, but they, oh, didn't use, uh, they didn't use us, praise oh. God, because they were trying to make me the villain. And because oh, they yeah. were like, if you could record yourself saying this and send it to us, I said, but I didn't say that. So mm-hmm. I will not. I was yeah. like, I know what y'all trying to do. Figure it, figure it out a different way. Nah, but I'm not didn't. about to be y'all's villain today. They definitely didn't air our episode. Oh, go ahead. Well, though, listen, you guys, you know what is the villain? Subscriptions you don't want. Show sure mm-hmm. enough. That you went and you were like, oh, try for 30 days for free. And then you forget about it until three years later. It's, <laughs> it's so raggedy. Before you know it, you're paying for a subscription you don't use every single month. With Rocket Money, you can change that in a few taps. Do you know how much your subscriptions cost? Most Americans think they spend around $80 a month on subscriptions when the actual number is closer to $200. If you don't know exactly how much you're spending every month, you need Rocket Money. The average person has around 12 paid subscriptions. Think about that. I know we have more than that. I was about to say, I know I, I got more than that. Well. Yeah, if I were to even just look at, like, the what uh, Apple I have. Oh, no, I like, that bill is disgusting. It's terrible. Yeah. It's terrible. If you think you're only subscribed to a handful of services, you might want to double check. With Rocket Money, you can quickly identify and cancel all of your unwanted subscriptions. Now, Rocket Money was formerly known as Truebill. It's a personal finance app that finds and cancels your unwanted subscriptions, monitors your spending, and helps you lower your bills all in one place. Over 80% of people have subscriptions they forgot about, like streaming services you bought to watch one show, and that free trial you never even used. Rocket Money will quickly and easily identify your subscription for you so you can stop paying for the ones you don't want. Simply find the subscription you don't want and press cancel, and Rocket Money will cancel it for you. No more long hold times with customer service or tedious emailing back and forth. 
Rocket Money makes canceling subscriptions as easy as click of a button. Over 3 million people have used Rocket Money saving the average person up to $720 a year. Uh, there was a couple of subscriptions Rocket Money uh, reminded me that I had. One was a legal thing because uh, mm-hmm. I needed to figure out how to do uh, NDA. And they were like, you need to do this every month, don't you? No, I don't. Man. I needed it that one time. Then take us away. Rocket Money was like, we got you. Don't worry about it. Click that cancel. And now they ain't in my pocket. No more. Stop throwing your money away. Cancel unwanted subscriptions. And manage your expenses the easy way by going to rockinmoney.com slash bald. Bald. That's rockinmoney.com slash bald. Bald. Rockinmoney.com slash bald. I'm up. Yes, yeah, I am. It was something else we called that lady out on that she did. Oh, she was Because the terrible. other designer was like her best friend. Oh, yeah, mm-hmm. the other, the oh. one who won was yeah. her best friend. And that's oh, what our designer told her. Our designer told us. They're best friends. He's pulling furniture from her where her warehouse. I was like, "Well, we got but our we stuff." Gotta they they needed ours to not so air y'all episode because they could have gotten in trouble. Yeah, we got to keep all that. They That's they the laid forty thousand really dollars worth of interior design. Oh, I thought there was like for a free. bonus of forty thousand. Oh, that's nice. No, we would have gotten ten if ten thousand if we would have won. So yeah. I was like, we won anyway. No, we definitely won. Because mm-hmm. what they did to our living room was like that's a lot. Oh yeah, she went well over budget. Our designer did. I was that liquor cabinet I have came from them. The couch, the all couch, that the chandelier, all of that. Them blue chairs. The That's, ones that are now blue. Yeah, y'all right. actually won. We came yeah. up with a lit. Okay, go ahead, Liz. Are you more worried about doing things right or doing the right things? Yes. <laughs> I knew she was going <laughs> to Why did I know you were going to say yes? <laughs> I knew it. I was like, Melissa's going to say yes. Yeah, my answer is definitely yes. My uh, perfectionism with good girl syndrome combined mm. makes this answer yes for me. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. What about you, Josh? Man, that that's a tough differentiation between the two for me because doing the right things like overall – is that what it's entailing? Yeah, like being, uh, yeah, doing the right things and just in life, like, you know. Yeah, because I feel like that dips into my people-pleasing mm. uh, side that I'm working out of. But I would say do the right thing for me. I would kind of, like, twist that question a little bit, and then I might want to lean more towards that side. Mm-hmm. Or doing the right things. I mean. Doing things right or doing the right things. I think if I'm reading this, doing things right. That's where you, that. That's where I'd like to be more of. Yes. That's <laughs> where you want to be. <laughs> what does it say? I'm talking potential. Are you more, my life. Oh, no, where, which one worries you more? So oh, no, worries. it would be the oh, other one. worries okay. you more. See, which one worries yes. you more? Yeah. If you're saying people pleaser, then it's doing the right things. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. That definitely worries me more. What about you? Worries me more. I would have to say doing things right. I don't give a I damn about, about to doing say, the right things. I was about to say, if you say doing the right <laughs> things, I'll be like, when? <laughs> when? I don't give a damn. <laughs> when, Amar? <laughs> when? <laughs> uh, mine is definitely doing the right things. Mm-hmm. I used to have a thing with perfectionism, 
that's why this is not my best handwriting. But if you were to see my handwriting, like wall. when when I want, like I am like textbook. Mm. Um, but that feeds into the doing the right thing. Mm. You, you always write a cursive. Writing. No, I write a print, and my print is way prettier than my cursive. I, I think that's what threw me off because I I don't know the last time I read like something complete in cursive. Oh yeah, thinking no. about it, it depends on how much I have to write. Got it. Yeah, I, I, I'll keep the pen on that paper. Mm-hmm. I used to practice like to my handwriting too. too. Actually, it seems like most women like to write. I used to practice like mine, my my yeah. handwriting too. I used to want it to look a certain way. look a certain way. I can't do it now because I have arthritis in my hand that's undiagnosed. But <laughs> get it. <laughs> I get it. I get it. No, I I completely get it. No, I definitely uh, made my handwriting what it is. I don't know what my natural handwriting would be because I was like, this is what I want it to look like. And that is why it looks like it. If you ain't got to try to do it, then that's your handwriting. Well, because I practice it. Yeah. So I'm saying if I hadn't practiced it looking. It looked like mine. The chicken scratch? My handwriting looked like somebody just dropped a pencil on, a bunch of pencils on, just threw them. Marcus, <laughs> Marcus has sound effects for his handwriting that bring me <laughs> Breaks the pencil. <laughs> yeah, pencil broke. That's hell. That's with we the used to uh, do. dry eraser. Shit. We used to do when we was, uh, especially... Like signing a house mortgage, uh, you know, the oh. loan Because it's like 50 million yes, documents. And every time I be like, <laughs> that's what I make the sound effect for. Uh, or signing your kids up for school, registering yes. at the beginning of the year. Stamp he don't even do signature. it. I do all the Should. sign the kids up for I, school. I, I need a stamp. I can't do it anymore. By it about hurts. page three, uh, my hand starts cramping. I can't yeah. do it anymore. Every time, like before we got this house, I was like, I'm going to order me a stamp with my, sig- of my signature and I forget. No, you better not do it. Somebody be the stole that stamp. Be running off. That's what they're going to find. They're going <laughs> to. He got a stamp over at his address. Let's go over and find it. <laughs> somebody find my iPad. I got my signature up in there. Oh, Lord. Your oh, iPad missing? No, I said if somebody find it. Oh. I mean, if I lost it. Oh, yes. Yeah, so mine it. is in my phone anyway. I'm like, are these How you documents? put it in your phone? Oh, I'll show you. Yeah, it's, okay, so in there. it's probably too, already too in there. Too many things are electronic signature now, which ain't nobody's actual signature. Listen. Minus two lines. CPA said, uh, this has to be a wet signature. I said, no, I don't. No. I put it on my iPad and I sent it. I said, how do you know the difference? How do you know the difference? You're going to print this. Right. You're not going to, this is my signature. If they ever make me sign at the store, I just, with my left hand, because usually I'm putting my wallet away with my right, I just go... There's no verification for that. I I realize as long as you do two separate lines, it's going to take you. That's stupid. <laughs> Just I, tried right one, I, I tried one line and it's like it didn't Not a take. Dash, Marcus. <laughs> Have you? Did you used to practice your signature? Yeah, I yeah. used to. Yeah, he too. has a definite signature, and you can only read the first, the letter of his first name and the first letter of his last See name. See this cursive writing? Picture angel's name written in this. That's her signature. That's <laughs> it. You, you know who has the best? Who, who has the best signature? I just did it. Have you seen Barack Obama's? Mm-hmm. Uh, oh, it's yeah, perfection. Yeah, it That's a good one. It's so good. I don't have the perfect. Uh, I don't autograph stuff enough mm-hmm. to have a like mm-hmm. autograph type of signature. Mm-hmm. If that day comes, then I'm going to practice. There's Kev has one. He practices. It's was. good. They had, I think, two J's. First, I can't remember who it was, but it was like. The really big J and then oh, that's a good one. That's a good one. Big J, couple squiggles and an H, little space. Big G, couple squiggles, little Z, 
little L, and then I'd come back across. No, yeah. no. You have good letters yeah, for I signature. Mean, that's, that's why I think I leaned a little bit more into it, because I saw A that. is a good letter, though. Oh, yeah. No, the A is always fire. But I, my, I, 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 my A is fire. You don't do a capital A. You do a, 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 you do like a, you a do a big lowercase A. Well, yeah, you can do I do like that a sometimes. swivel, come back up, and then that's put a line I, through. For this here. the star. Mine goes of the up, A that's loops, like a star. Comes down. And yeah, dude. That's mm-hmm. aggressive. Like a big that's that second. Yeah, there's a lot of lines in the M, though. But M is I also stupid. like to do a halo because I'm corny. <laughs> Over the like, angel. Man, you oh, know my, M, my M be aggressive and my A be aggressive. I hate my the M. M. The A and the T just. <laughs> <laughs> Who? Oh, this is a good one. <laughs> this is a good one. We should have started with this one because this is a vulnerability right here. We love it. Love it. Who do you find yourself comparing yourself to? Ooh. That is not yourself, not your former self, not your future self. Because I know that's what y'all be wondering. Ooh, okay. So who do I find myself comparing? Hmm. Who do I find myself comparing? And it's a real person. Yeah. Not the the Megatron version of people. (laughs) (laughs) For me, it depends on what it is that I'm doing. Give us. Um, who I don't. What's something that I do? Just answer the question. No, I'm just saying I don't. I, I can't think to. of who I would compare myself. Who I compare myself to? It, uh, like if I'm posting something, like content that I want to get, you know, attention, I will compare myself to people that I know that are doing well. Not one person specifically, but I don't. I don't think. I'm trying to think. I don't. Who I compare? Who I compare do you know? Not, Me I either. Don't, I don't know who you compare yourself to. I don't. This is what I'm saying. I usually when I do comparisons, I'm doing it as a uh, like a goal marker mm-hmm. of like, oh, I'm watching what this person did. I either want to do something similar. Mm. it's usually in an aspirational way is yeah. what I mean. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's yeah. very rare that I compare myself as a way to like talk badly about myself, yeah. but it'll be like, Oh yeah. Like my, the numbers I said, I'm, I chase y'all. But you know what I'm where I do compare myself terribly is when it comes to um, like organization and home decor. That is when I'll be like, look at that. Look at how pretty that is. Like, the way you set up, the way Melissa sets up her house, I'm like, that is just gorgeous. Thank you got you. the bins. Huh? You got the bins. What's the bins? I don't know what that means. The bins oh, the bins for, uh-huh. Now, see, no, Melissa's would look no, way nicer. We actually didn't get the bins. We ended up going with the uh, infinity <laughs> because the bins was too small. <laughs> oh, the car! That's what I was talking about, thinking about. I was so confused. I, was I like, said, no, bins. we didn't get the bins. She got it. We I looked at the that, same actual bins. I but it was thought too you were the container storage units of plastic that no, no, no. are rectangular shape yeah. in a bin form. Chad, I thought you actually meant a bins, storage. Bins. A, That's yeah. what he meant, a storage yeah. bin. Yeah. Oh, Jesus. She did, Melissa. <laughs> what is happening? <laughs> That's what Josh meant. That's what I was saying. No, he, I he heard. Said bins. I said bins. I, so did I. But I see he said bins. I thought. I said bins. When he said bins, I thought about what what <laughs> happened. I'm saying the same word. You so stupid. Oh yeah, I was like, why are you doing this? I thought about when you come up from the water too fast. Initially, bins. that's what I thought. And then I was like, oh, no. It's, and then I said, no, Melissa got the bins. This is 50 shades of misinterpretation. Yes. <laughs> I was like, the bins, I, I don't even know if you noticed, I grabbed my pooch like. Did I? 
the band. Chad. I go snorkeling. That, like, that was fantastic. I was like, I don't know. This English is, is the dumbest language. It, but I'm going to tell you, my confusion... And then when you said car, I was like, oh, I'm following. Okay. Then you said no. And no. I was like, well, now I don't no, know what we're talking about. You're like, this fits in here. I got it. It's it nice. An actual storage container. B-E-N-D-S. And then the beans of water. No, B-I-N-S is what he was saying. That's what he was saying. Oh, B-I-N-S. You were doing beans like bent over. Hilarious. No, I said B-E-N-Z. Oh. The car. Yeah. And then the bins where you huh. get the water. Chad, you can have a headache. We we took you on a ride. Anyway, <laughs> I was joking. First, I thought he meant car. Then I was like, no, we looked at that one, but we not, didn't That's get it. That's why but I was we're talking about storage and organization. <laughs> <laughs> That's why I was like, oh, car. But first, I was here with the water no, bins. Then I was like, cars, Marcus. You're like, oh, we're talking about I cars. I stay on cars, Josh. I Making Marcus, an you know what I really want is a '67 Pontiac. Cause like nobody's talking yeah, about a four wheel car. That, you know? that was. Uh, <laughs> yeah, that like, was fantastic. Uh, that was confusion. just freaking great. That was oh man, at its best. Who do you find yourself? Okay. Leave it to Josh to mess up the episode. No, again. don't you pick it up, Josh. Oh, that was fantastic. You went straight to yes, me. We all did. It's because you started it. They're like, oh, you must be talking about cars. I didn't say anything. That's what you went past your car passion. When you went back, I was like, I have no idea what we're talking about. We were talking about organization. She still didn't. I just heard him wrong. He Containers, Josh. No, hush. Now, woo, Melissa. Oh my God, that was that was. I had a great time. I'm out. Okay, that okay. So if we're talking about Ray, okay, <laughs> if we're talking about like things that I want to do, it would be this is where it's dangerous mm-hmm. because I compare myself to like the best. Me too. So it's dangerous. like and there's no in between. Yeah, the, but it's dangerous because it's like oh girl, it's so many steps. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's so many steps to get Ooh, there. I hear your best. Um, so you know, you guys know how I feel about like Brene Brown. Mm-hmm. just adore mm-hmm. her as like a speaker and like her research like in my mind she is like who I would be connected mm-hmm. with like it would be like a this is why I said is it a Megatron because it would be like uh Oprah Winfrey meets Brene Brown mm-hmm. meets um there's this girl but I think we canceled her but like what she was doing before she was canceled I was low-key like girl like you're kind of like on the path of things I want to do. Um, she wrote that book, uh, "Girl, Shut Up." Girls, st- uh, girls, stop talking. I don't yeah, know. Oh, yeah. Don't shut up, you girl. Shut up. It's called "Girl, Girl." Why are you still doing that? Well, let me see if the the people in the comments can help us get you to where you're trying to be because we ain't gonna be no help. The three yeah. of us. We she like does them. conferences. Rachel, Rachel Hollis. There we go. Rachel Thank Hollis. you very much. Okay. So, so the Megatron version of me is Oprah, Brene Brown, Rachel Hollis. Okay. Ah. Is any of these people funny? To me, Brene is. Okay. To me, Brene like, like, is. Witty funny? She's witty. Mm. I think she's, I actually find her to be really, I think as a speaker, it's part of the reason why anytime I'm on a stage, I find a way to be funny. Mm-hmm. Because I feel like that's like one of my favorite parts about being on a stage is 
um, being able to like teach and have people have a good time by laughing and stuff. So I try to like always bring those two, like merge those two worlds together. Um, so it would be. I feel like that humanizes a lesson too. It does. Instead of just making it like. Uh, teach, 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 teach. But like a, not talking down. Uh, I don't know which word I'm looking for. Yeah. It doesn't feel like a professor's up there. Yeah. 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 This is what you need to do to live a life. Mm-hmm. And it's like. It would be the Rachel Hollis is because she related. had the merch. She had the um, the book. She had the podcast. She had the conferences. Like that part of her business. I was like, ma'am, do the things. Yes. And many hats. And oh, she does it all. Then Brene Brown, of course, is just like um, the research. She's just really well versed in the world of like vulnerability and shame and like even how she speaks and her presence on stage, just all of those things are like super inspiring to me. And then Oprah, because like she is it. And she's, she's the defining. Yeah. She's a great interviewer. She knows how to really tap into her curiosity about the person she's talking to. So the you can tell she's actually invested in the, in getting the answer. Yes. Love it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That would be like, those are my, those are my things. Yeah, I wouldn't know why you wouldn't. I mean, I think everybody should be looking at who's the best. Like, I'd be thinking Regina King. Yes. Mm-hmm. Where you at? That's mm-hmm. what I want to do. I definitely am not thinking about the chick that I'm in auditions with, even though I'll be like, you're good at the stuff right. I've seen you. But uh, we both are looking towards the star Correct. of, you know, those yeah. folk. Yeah. Uh, what about you, Joshua? I think there's two. Um, personally... I feel like as a, like, character trait-wise, I resemble my dad a lot. Um, He's always helping. He's always, like, making sure you're good. Like, that's, I mean, at least that's the relationship that I've had with him and I see with him and other people around that are close to him, not everybody. Um, But I would say, like, creatively, from, like, a photographer perspective, either I'll give two... I'll give two names, Greg Noir Fantastic. and Ravy B. Okay. Fantastic. Um, I think what they're able to do inside and outside of a studio mm-hmm. is something that you can't teach mm. because what they're able to grab in a live perspective, like Ravy right now is doing um, Adele's residency. Okay. Um, but like what they're both able to do is like something that I always tried to resemble in my work, which is like live portraiture when they're performing. It's mm. always like, using everything on the stage or like a portion of the background or whatever they're setting up to try and like um encompass like a live portrait session that like a lot of people not necessarily can't see but they don't look for that you know sometimes they'll just grab a photo and the photo's cool because of who's in the photo mm-hmm. versus versus try and make it like some kind of artistic uh, paintbrush on it that they see like if there's a background image or some of the visuals whatever um, but also like how they're able to and I don't know if it's I mean they're they're very talented too but and I, I like how they're able to shoot events and like do the Grammy photos like the portraits that you see people come out of mm-hmm. uh, Ravy did I don't know about everybody's. I, I I don't know every photographer that was there, but she had like the setup there that made it like an uh, an award show portrait session. So mm. like she had like a backdrop with like a lighting tech and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Like she had a photo shoot, but 
she brought that experience there. That way, when they get the Grammy and fresh off that stage of excitement, mm-hmm. they can get like a professional like that's fire prototype shoot. I see. So that I would that say like you, probably those two. It's fantastic. I see that for you. Okay, we're gonna do quick rapid fire questions before we end. Um, these are from the audience. These are from the viewers. Uh, and you only have like a couple of seconds to answer, so I'll give you like ten seconds to give me the full answer, Josh. Uh, this question is from Erica Alexander. Are you planning on doing your own podcast soon? You know what? I've thought and tried, but I don't think so. Because I love being able to provide takes and stuff, but I also know what it takes to lead a podcast and produce a podcast. Not that I can't do it. I just don't know if I want to choose to do it on top of my current workload and things that I actively do and am trying to do more of. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm not opposed to the idea, but I would want it to be something that I don't have to focus on having to produce every single week. Because I, I don't love your I, answer. I don't, I don't know if I have that energy or capacity to do so. Okay. Love your answer. Alyssa, your question from Kaylin Sheree. What is your favorite self-care or relaxation method? Um, Probably some sort of treating myself to like a spa, like an actual spa. Mm-hmm. Going to, um, I can't think of the name of the, Burke Williams. And like actually doing like the full yeah. and the stone and the bat. Just give me the full works. Yeah. That would, That's fantastical. Yeah. Mark Weeda right there. Four seasons. Punch card. Uh, Marcus, your question also from Kaylin Sheree. What, uh, what's your favorite thing about being in a relationship? Uh, first thing about being in a relationship, uh, I'm, I'm assuming they're saying romantic relationship. Yeah. Yeah. Business. I would lean. Uh, consistency. Amen. Yeah. yeah. Ten second. That was a great answer. Yeah, that might have been eight and a half. That was good. <laughs> that was pretty you good. Make it quick. No, you did, you and did I appreciate good. I'm proud you. Of you. Marcus, shut up, Josh. I don't like you. No more. <laughs> <laughs> All right. You got your Hot Wheels Pontiac. <laughs> There's that one for you. No. Uh. Uh-uh. What do you mean? There was three questions, and I handed them off. Anyways, I ain't got no voice. We good. We Gucci. I'm with it. <laughs> Guys, thank you so much for tuning in to the Bald and Beautiful. Catch us next week. Next week on Mrs. Cap on Stage Channel. Until then, we'll see you later. Bye. Good one, fam. Selling a little or a lot, (laughs) Shopify helps you do your thing however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real life store stage, all the way to do we just hit a million orders stage? Shopify's there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell everywhere. From their all-in-one e-commerce platform to their in-person POS system, wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. And sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. 
Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S. And Shopify is the global force behind Allbirds, Rothy's, and Brooklinen, and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. Plus, Shopify's award-winning help is there to support your success every step of the way. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash audioboom, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash audioboom now to grow your business no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash audioboom. (laughs) 